0: When you shop online at alienware.com/deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at alienware.com/deals. That's alienware.com/deals.
1: What's up everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Tuesday, May 2nd, 2023. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the smooch enthusiast at Tim Gettys. I'm just an enthusiast of smooches, Greg. What can I say? You got I mean, you see a smooch in a video game, in a movie, in a TV show, you're happy. I'm a big fan. Big fan. It's my starting point. Tim Mm-hmm. the third word yes in the title of the show is games mm-hmm. but let's take it and shove it out the fucking window for right a second how alarmed are you by this writers strike in tv and film
0: oh this is it's it's a lot you know it's a lot i, I hope that it results in uh, what they're they're asking for better situations of for everybody of course yeah, yeah we stand with the workers involved. we stand with the workers yeah uh, i mean but yeah this is going to negatively affect all the content that we love yeah um so this, it's going to be a tough time i'm i'm, I'm hoping i'm i'm hopeful that uh, it's going to be resolved on the sooner side. Yeah. Um, is there anything out there
1: right now in terms of a uh, speculation on that? Front?
0: Speculation looks bad. Yeah. Like the demands seem very, 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 very They're far apart. Right. Of yeah. uh, of what um, the the other side's willing to to budge on. So I, I think that where we're at right now is a very bad place. But I do think that there's a a middle ground somewhere. Right. Sure. Um, I think will be reached sooner than later. It's just
1: terrifying that as other people, I was I've read articles about this and listened to people talk about this, they talk about the first writer's strike, like it's ancient history, when I so distinctly remember it, ruining heroes and how these things, like I remember that so well, and I realize like a lot of people reading it don't because they were children. Yeah. Like they don't, They, you don't know what you're about to get, Barrett. Yeah. You Point don't know solace, what's about man Was that not, I don't know. It was anyway. real bad. Yeah? Yeah. But that was one of the, that was one of the,
0: that was one of the Craig's. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movies. You said it was bad though. Well, good and bad, good and bad. Yeah, yeah. There's there a whole pattern there.
1: What is this gonna do for? Yeah, I mean, like, I'm more, you got to worry about the MCU. You got to worry
0: about. Yeah, I mean, all of it. Legacy. Yeah, it's all gonna be affected. Like, absolutely. And again, like this, this is this is uh, gonna be one of those turning points where I think because this is not the first time this has happened, but this is the first time it's happened in the streaming era. Yeah. Um, I, th- My biggest concern when it comes to all of this shaking out in a positive way is there's a lot of infrastructure that is going to need to be made. We're no longer in the wild west. We always talk, used to talk about that at IGN of like phase one of video, phase two of internet video, yeah, like where yeah. are we? And it's like, oh, we're still in this wild west era. And it's true to an extent, Um, but with where we're at with the the maturation of the streaming services, I feel like... Uh, it's we're almost a little too far away from being able to just be like, Oh, we'll figure it out. This is the call to action to figure it out. Yeah. And um, I don't know that that's possible. Like, I think that like from the the foundation level um, there's, there's too many things, especially when they start, they bring AI into it. There's a lot of conversations at play at once. Um,
1: Barry Courtney, our lead entertainment reporter says, I really hope the strike leads to writers' demands and fuck it, let these companies use AI to write their shit during the strike. Let them see how fucking terrible of an idea that is.
0: (gasps) Yeah, man. It's going to be unprecedented times. We shall wait and see. Factors together. We'll
1: see what it does to games, though. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's next. Time to catch up on our backlogs as we figure that out. But more importantly, Mm -hmm. should you add Redfall to your backlog? Well, reviews aren't great. Gran Turismo's first trailer is here, and we have so much more to talk about because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show by writing in for free at kindoffunny.com slash KFGD with your questions, comments, concerns. But why not go that extra mile and go to patreon.com slash kind of funny over on patreon.com slash kind of funny you of course can support all of kind of funny and you could get this episode and every episode of games daily ad free you could get the ability to watch us record the podcast live as we record them get them a day early like today's kind of funny podcast with the one the only tamar hussein and also roger hell yeah yeah and i don't you know i talked about this when i went through there all right Roger's got a whole thing. You can see him
0: through the glasses. I do. You can see Roger. Roger's right there. got a
1: whole thing going on. Oh, yeah. Because he's got like the stubble okay. into the, the, he usually shaves, or not always, but sometimes shaves his head into that. Then these glasses, and now he's wearing like a nice blazer over a t shirt. He looks like he runs this place.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I like it. We need somebody to grab the wheel. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. clearly not getting it done. He was wearing a, like a dad hat yesterday, too, and it looks like he was the producer for like a big TV show. See, and you can see that live this
1: afternoon hell yeah. on patreon.com slash kind of funny alongside. Dozens and dozens of monthly exclusive shows Jeez. that are only available on Patreon, like the Grego I was recording in this car, mere three minutes ago, or seven minutes ago, where I looked out and I was like, oh, Tim's here early. And I was like, wait, no, I'm late. (laughs) Shit, I gotta end this, script. Bye, everybody. Uh, Of course, if all that content and that one piece of confetti doesn't do it for you, no big deal. You can get each and every episode of Kinda Funny Games daily ad, or for free I should say, over on YouTube.com slash Kinda Funny Games with ads and of course podcast services around the globe. If you want to be part of the watch party, you can watch us record Kinda Funny Games daily live on Twitch.tv slash Kinda Funny Games and YouTube.com slash Kinda Funny Games. No matter where you get the show, please consider like subscribe share leave a review those are always cool to go read on the apple podcast do the stars on spotify and most importantly if you really 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 like it go to patreon or if you want to do something for free why not use our epic creator code kind of funny when you're on the epic game store checking out or when you're buying something in fortnite rocket league or whatever on the console of your choice housekeeping for you Come celebrate May the Fourth with us as the team plays through Jedi Survivor. We have all sorts of surprises for you, including
0: Andy Juan Kenobi teaches Nick the Force, and where the world is kept to detail. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, Greg. They've been working really hard on the stream, and I've been seeing some of the things Kevin's. I'm been not done up. yet.
1: You want to hear Mike Baca the tr- the tr- Want to hear Mike Baca the truckie do his patented Tahoe scream? Tune into twitch.tv slash kind of money games this Thursday at 11.30 a.m. right after KFGD. You warned me yesterday that now that Nick knows how to write things into the doc, it was going to be bad, and there it is. It's great. Uh, Our Redfall review is right up, is right up, is right – is up right now as a kind of funny xcast on YouTube.com/slash kind of funny games. It has me, it has Andy, it has Paris, and of course the one, the only Snowbike Mike talking about everything we liked and did not like about Redfall. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, only on YouTube after the live stream, there's going to be a 30 minute post show where Snowbike Mike comes in to talk to us, your kind of funny games daily show hosts, about your YouTube super chat questions. Stay tuned after today's handshake to hang out with us before the next kind of funny stream starts. Hell yeah! Thank you to our producer. On Patreon, Delaney Twining. Today we're brought to you by Honey and Rocket Money, but we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Five items on the Roper Report.
2: A baker's dozen.
1: Number one. Redfall reviews are upon us. And they are trouble. It uh, has a metacritic right now of 64 and open critic of 65. We will start by reading from GameSpot.com's Sacred Texts, written by Mark Delaney, who gave it a 4 out of 10. Not out of 5, out of 10. 4 to 10 from one of the major publications. Ultimately, Redfall is the game that should not have been released yet. Its litany of bugs hampers the gameplay loop of exploring its world with friends, and that loop itself feels compromised by elements that are poorly executed and ill-suited to the team implementing them. I can't pretend to know whether Arcane chose to make a, looter, lo- a loot shooter or was assigned to make a loot shooter, but I can tell you what it fe- feels like. One of, the, one of the best game studios in the world suddenly made Toothless. Uh, Redfall is Arcane making compromises to its own design philosophies to serve a genre it may have been better off avoiding. Over at Games Radar, Sam Loveridge gave it a t- 2.5 out of 5. 2.5 out of 5. Ultimately, Redfall is currently also pretty buggy. Fast travel doesn't always work. Human enemies regularly just stop animating or being responsive to your presence, and vampires can teleport directly into the scenery and get stuck there. Textures can be inconsistent, and even on running on and even on running at ultra on PC, there's persistent pop-in. Plus, the Xbox Series X/S isn't launching with the 60 frames per second mode, which results in combat feeling a bit odd and jagged. Redfall is ultimately not up to Arcane's usual standards. It feels rushed, unfinished, and unsatisfyingly to play. Unsatisfying to play. Single player is hampered by squad-based open-world shooter structure. Multiplayer is held back by odd decisions, and decent gunplay is marred by uninspiring mission structures. It's a confusing game full of contradictions, and the result is nullifying, unfulfilling. I'm off today. I'm gonna take a sip of water.
0: Say, say yeah. something about Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious, man. Fast Ten, coming to theaters. Very right, that's soon. enough. We don't we need to release
1: what. Meanwhile, IGN's doing a review in progress. This is Luke Riley. During one side mission, I died trying to kill a vampire. But when I came back to finish the job, he was just a non-interactive blue ghost rotating to face me, but otherwise rooted in place. When I came back again, his energy shield was there, but the vampire, dot dot dot, wasn't in it. During a co-op session, I found myself, more than once, fruitlessly attacking an enemy who was standing right in front of me, but my friends saw it as a dead body. At one stage while playing solo, my crouch and start buttons broke. Uh, they just made clunking sounds. My inability to crouch persisted after death, uh, but returned when I fast-traveled to a safe house. The start d- button doesn't pause the game, by the way. It uh, It's obviously understandable when playing online co-op, but completely baffling and inconvenient when playing solo. Right now, Redfall is not the game I expected. Uh, Certainly not following the excellent Deathloop, but you can check back with us later this week for our final assessment. And as I said, Kind of Funny's review is up as a Kind of Funny X-Cast. The panel was split. Uh, Mike and Andy giving it a three out of five, but both also saying, eh, it's more like a two. It could be a two out of five. We wavered between these. And me and Paris being definitive, this is a two out of five.
3: Let's go to the short video. we're back
1: i'm guessing you we didn't hear any sound i'm guessing you didn't hear any sound either is that right yeah that's right that's right barrett is that's working true. on it. hold on Barrett's that's tweaking a, something
2: <laughs> he's doing bad. it oh. that's a, there it is okay, that, that's that's a thing
1: remember you can always go watch it on tiktok you can watch on you well you can watch the whole thing on youtube.com slash kind of funny games you can listen on podcast services around the globe you can get the tiktok version of it you can get the instagram version of it you get the youtube short version of it yeah Right,
2: hold on. We're going to try this again. Mike, right, you've been
3: playing Redfall. Tell me all about it. After 16 plus hours, it's okay. There's some good and there's some bad that goes into this game. And I found some fun in it, which it's what it's all about. Yeah. On the good side, I've really enjoyed this open world. The vampire aesthetic of the world is fun. It's exciting. The gunplay, surprisingly solid. Even being locked at a 30 frames per second, the gunplay is what makes this game A good time on the opposite side there's some bad being locked at 30 frames per second is a downfall when we're talking about next gen consoles when you add a friend into co-op all of a sudden bugs get introduced that really take away from the game i lost button inputs i couldn't crouch i couldn't hit pause anymore pop in enemies getting clipped through walls and getting stuck in situations they're not supposed to be and missions not actually registering would you recommend this game i would recommend this game of course you can hear my full thoughts over on the kind of funny xcast posted right now but I will say that if you have a group of friends, you're looking to get into some open world exploration, have a good time with this. Mike,
1: you've been-
0: Timothy. Yeah. Where would you like to begin? Ooh, there's so many places, Greg. Because, uh, you know, you got to talk about, like, what this means for big AAA games in general sure. in 2023. You also have to talk about what this means for Xbox and its positioning against PlayStation in 2023. Then you just need to look at. Uh, another Xbox game coming out. Another that is first party. Another first party game, game that is not what we necessarily would expect from one of their devs, and it just not hitting the mark. This reminds me of Bleeding Edge with Oof. Ninja Theory, yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I remember saying that a, a while back and being laughed at, Craig Miller. But here we are. That's, it's one of these situations where uh, a game that we we saw presented as a big deal to Xbox. Promoted as a big deal throughout. It, this exactly. Entire way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, for it to hit the Bleeding Edge mark, um review wise we'll see maybe it lands with people maybe there's the fun to be handed for for this to kind of uh continue to grow especially with the game pass aside that was the third point I actually wanted to make where it's just like the game pass element of this of how much the changes the conversation of like yeah it's worth checking out because it's on game pass why not give it a shot yeah but like that's the the is that a bad standard to be setting 100 it's good enough hey, here's even a, good hey I,
1: I have game pass and it's enough that you could have fun for a weekend with a friend you could do something for you, you don't want to finish this game you won't want to do anything with this game but you can run around and choose stuff obviously playing any game with your friends fun
0: yeah but you look back to the different consoles and the, the different generations of when they really started getting going right we have the the launch titles that every once in a while you get a mario 64 but more often than not your launch looks like a couple smaller titles, and then a, a menagerie of, of the third-party games, yeah. right? Uh, that are kind of like bolstering the the, the the launch and like giving you stuff to play. Then you eventually get something like The Order 1886, which is like a first swing, but sure. we're all kind of there for it. And then it starts building up momentum, and then we started seeing all the bangers on the PlayStation, right? I feel like we're in the o- Order 1886 part of the Xbox series,
1: and don't you feel like we've been here for so long? Exactly. Though? That's the problem. That's that's, that's the, the problem. That's the thing where I think this is getting to be a pretty tired situation. Yeah. And it, I feel so bad for uh, Xbox fans mm-hmm. and gamers in general. Sure, of course. You know, Redfall. I was really looking forward to. Uh, I am a fan of the looter shooter. I, you know, how much I love Borderlands. When Mike came back, I was like, it's Far Cry. I was like, I fucking love Far Cry. And then. Outside, I love, you know, obviously the zombie games, but vampires, hell yeah, let's just shake it up and go hunt some vampires, right? That sounds cool. The art style seemed cool. And, you know, those CG trailers looked in- fun. And then even when they did, like, the polished gameplay trailer, it looked fun. But it was more coming back from that first preview event where Mike was like, yeah, it's just Far Cry. I don't know, blah, blah. blah. And then it was the 30 frames per second news after that. Oh, man. And then it was getting our hands on it with a very short review uh, window for that embargo. And then getting in there and just... Finding how many, that's the thing about it for me. Like, you know, I don't agree. You know, we have a great discussion on the X cast. You know, Mike talks about the gunplay being solid. I don't agree. I thought the gunplay felt like fallout. Like I thought, I th- thought it was stiff as hell. What I think one of the disconnects might've been, we talked about on the show is that, you know, I stuck to handgun shotgun and uh, the stake launcher for my loadout the entire way where Mike was talking about some of the UV beam and an AR rifles. Like, okay, maybe that's why we're not lined up on this. I just had a system that worked and the game never challenged me to outthink that because the AI is so fucking stupid in this game where the normal grunt uh, cult members are shooting at you with a shotgun from way down a hill that I can just take out my pistol and pop them in the head and wait for it. It's like, whatever. Like, it's a. It, 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 me and Paris were on the exact same page in the review and the key word here is disappointment where it's like, Arcane is so good at making games. This is, could have been a really cool game and it doesn't hit that. Uh, you know, I, I I just did the Greg way about it in the car before I came in, right? But one of the things I was talking about is like how much I love using the kind of funny scale and learning that versus the IGN scale, which I obviously, you know, was brought up on. And the idea here to be like, this is a two out of five to me. And I don't mean that means it's a bad game in my eyes. It doesn't mean that it's a broken game. It doesn't mean I falling through the world. People are having those issues. I definitely had vampires get stuck in the walls, but not to the point where I'm like this game's broken. It's more the fact that I just wouldn't recommend this to anybody. Right? Like I've, it's fine. It's one of those fine games, but like I, I keep comparing it in my head to dead Island too which in the Gamescast review, I gave a three out of five. And I was like, this is okay, but it's okay because it is a video game. This is just a video game. This is just run around and beat the shit out of zombies with bats and stuff. And like, the story never goes anywhere. Characters aren't the most, but like, I enjoy that. I'm still going to go back and platinum Dead Island 2. I'm looking forward to playing more Dead Island 2, but it is just junk food. You know what I mean? And like, I like that we can have these conversations and and really dig into what makes one thing something that the other isn't, right? Where I'm not expecting uh, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom to be junk food, right? That is, if everything goes the way it should go and everything we expect it to be, that is, you know, filet mignon. That is supposed to be a game that sticks with you and does different things and changes like, oh, I can't believe I'm doing this. Whereas Dead Island is, I'm going to go kill thousands of zombies with a bat and crawl through a vent and do this and get a key, open a door. And then you go to Redfall, which is like, I didn't expect the moon from it. I expected a very enjoyable game, but there's so many things that are like, one of the things we kept coming back to in the review is like, it's 2023. And like, on top of the fact that we're talking about 60 frames per second, right? On top of the fact you're talking about the fact that only the host's uh, 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 mission structure progresses forward. You're also talking about just weird little bugs in there. Not having, or not bugs, but not having a weapon wheel. Uh, the, The Arcane, a team known for stealth, the studio known for stealth, has no stealth animation for taking something. It's like, this game just doesn't feel complete and that's the big thing about it where it's i think it could have been something awesome i I think that it it sucks that this is where we are with it but it's where we are and that sucks to be an xbox fan where you again i saw in the early chat and there's been jokes about in the xcast like to take another l like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean there seems like there's been nothing but l's lately
0: yeah and that i mean there was hi-fi rush to start the year off that felt like such a big win it was such a big win that game's fantastic and that, that that's a win in so many different ways of it's a new genre for xbox a brand new ip with amazing characters great games, success on game pass selling well all that stuff yeah critical blah, blah 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 great 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 and then we we move on here and it's like you know we keep talking about the damn dominoes and yesterday uh, you tweeted about the Redfall review and then somebody replied with a gif of someone knocking the for how many years over. on
1: kind of funny all of years
0: i feel like every year of kind of funny
1: we've talked about Xbox is lining up the yep. dominoes and at some point they're going to hit them and brrr, every they'll have all these awesome games coming from the studios and the gif somebody responded with last night is, the kid hitting the domino goes to the
0: side does it doesn't hit any domino and that that is so accurate and just it again disappointing is the right word because like we don't want this to be the case nobody wants this to be the case obviously why is this happening though why was this game released right now we always talk about yep. fiscal quarters we yep. talk about the things that need to be hit there like at some point there's this question of Maybe you just take the fucking hit, especially when you're somebody like Microsoft that needs the wins back to back to back. You can't yeah. lose the momentum here. And like the momentum is constantly stilted and just like hit. And like the 30 FPS thing, like it's just constant conundrums that Xbox is dealing with. And it's like you look to Starfield, and I know it's a completely different team. I know there's a lot of, of course, a lot of different elements there, but it's like it's a l- getting harder and harder to have faith that it's going to nail it.
1: Well, I mean, the problem now is you turn your eyes to Starfield, right, is like you want to talk about the immense, I mean, inconceivable amount of pressure on that game and that team right now.
0: With every failure leading in, the expectations are just higher and and higher of what needs to happen.
1: And if you wiped away the failure of Redfall, the struggling of Halo Infinite, grounded not being what really people want lack of a first party like oh here's your something to compete with PlayStation. you get all that all that expectation and what's really been happening you put it in a vacuum of it is just the next todd howard game that is how much pressure would be on it already where people are already going to say this is either going to be game of mike says it needs to be game of the generation it's going to be game of the generation or it's going to be game of the year or it's going to be a flop or it's not going to do you know what i mean like then you put all this on there like not only you have Xbox fans, I assume, looking at it of saying it's gotta be the one, this has gotta be the thing, you have people who wanna start shit, being like no matter how good it is, they're gonna wanna start shit about it, and find something in it they didn't like. Like it's insane right now to think about what Starfield has and,
0: to do. And on top of that, uh we look at their, their last um Summer Game Fest era presentation they did the showcase thing and they said all these games in the year of course we know that a lot of those are true some of them have been moved already whatever um but even from that like people are waiting for Hollow Knight the one I was super excited about was the the last case of Benedict, uh, Fox. Uh, Benedict Fox which um I haven't played yet me and Barrett are, are still excited for giving it a shot but the early reviews are not good yeah for that it's and and like, they're not they're not horrible but it's like for that type of game for those smaller uh, titles that like are really, I think the the value of Game Pass. I I'm, I want more wins. I want more like like four out of five level type things. For than, sure, for uh, sure. Less of the 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 three, oh, hey, it's on Game Pass, so why not try it? Type things where it's like that's great too. There's a place for that, but you but also it just need devalues to think, Game Pass. It devalues at point, Xbox. Devalues it devalues all these the studios. Xbox, I think is the is the thing because I I think the the I still make the argument that even without big AAA games, Game Pass is an amazing value. Of course, like there's so much there. But that's not what they're selling it to us as. They're selling it to us as get all your Xbox Game Studios games. And there's all these other things, too. And the Xbox Game Studios games, those are the ones that we have expectations of. And those expectations, I feel like, keep getting lowered, which really raises the bar for the expectations for, well, eventually the dominoes are going to start falling. And it's, I just want them to start falling quick.
1: I hear you. Let's get off of just talking about this from an Xbox perspective and talk from an industry perspective. Thanks to Bad Dog. Billy, who writes into kindofunnycom slash KFGD just like you can for free and says, Good morning, Greg and Tim. Redfall is the second big release in a week to be released in a poor state, and it joins a growing number of high-profile games that have shipped with major technical issues at launch. It seems like this is becoming the new normal for AAA games now. Launch a game that's clearly not ready, offer a sincere apology on Twitter, and promise to fix the game in the coming weeks slash months. Have we, as gamers, become complacent with the new model? We're spending more money than ever on games that aren't up to the standards we should expect. I understand that game development is hard and takes longer than ever to ship a big game, but it's gotten to the point where I usually wait two to three months after launch to play a new release because I know I'll have a subpar experience if I play it on day one.
0: Would love to hear your thoughts. I don't know that this is a new thing. I think that it's always kind of been the case. It's just like... What the expectations are, and like you know, how quickly people need to apologize because there's an expectation there. Like, sure, I feel like the, the apology is just I'm, part s- of I'm the scrolling the through
1: Arcane, Arcane's Twitter right now. We have not seen any apology from them, obviously, from Star Wars. There has been, so like I understand what your reference. I just wanted to make sure we're you know, calling it like we see down
0: here. Yeah, I just I feel like this is uh, I I don't see this changing, and again, this goes back to the foundation type stuff of I don't know how this changes because until the financial side is figured out there's going to be external forces that are making decisions and like games can't have unlimited budgets and just be produced forever before coming out and being perfect because that just is not real. That's not life. That's that nothing functions that way. Yeah. But that's what needs to happen for these games to come out without problems and everyone to be happy and for everyone to believe that these games are going to come out perfectly. So the cash 22, what, what do we do here? I don't know, but like, I feel like this is a major problem and I think it's tarnishing The brands it's tarnishing the hardware developers it's it's making people wary of wanting to support the stuff and i feel like it bottoms everything out where it changes what the expectations of video game experiences are going to be and the bare minimum just keeps getting lower and lower and lower of like i just want it to run
1: yeah yeah it's a complicated question right because i don't think it's have have gamers become complacent with this new model i mean to say yes they have, I think, and this isn't. This is going to sound more insulting than I mean it to, and I'll get there in a second. Because I'm a gamer, I think. I mean, have they become complacent with the model? Yes, but how can they? They can't. We're not. Gaming is so big and so broad and so so varied that you. Can, it's not like I could stand up on behalf of all gamers and be like, "Yo, guys, we're not buying Star Wars Jedi Phone. Don't pre-order. Don't do this thing. We're gonna like." You can't stop that. Like they, can't, if there, there's no union leader for gamers to step in and do this to make it really, really hit. I mean, you look at like Hogwarts, right? Where it was, I'm not buying this. There's gonna be, a, uh, there's a boycott. People are trying to do. There's a, an actual movement, right? And that game fucking juggernaut sales. And, and granted, it's Hogwarts. Yada yada yada. It's different things to a degree. But like, I don't. It's not that they're complacent. It's just that's the new model. That is what it says. To your point, like, I think we're seeing two egregious examples here uh, again for me with Redfall I did not run into a lot of technical issues I did have vampires stuck in the walls obviously 30 frames per second I didn't have some of the stuff you're seeing in the other reviews I think Star Wars was way more the offender but what's interesting there is that Star Wars the game the the real game is so good people like myself in reviews were able to be like yo in my experience on my PlayStation version I had these bugs but I don't care. It's still a five out of five for me. I can totally get it with a PC player who had way more problems than all this other stuff that it wouldn't be the same argument, right? Like, I don't think there's... Complacency with the model isn't how I would frame the thing. I would say that this just is the model. And so you as a gamer then have to decide what you want to stand up and take kind of thing. Where I think, you know, again, what I appreciated, I think, about the Star Wars review, right, was both ours and a number of them across the way uh, including Patrick Klepik's amazing write up over at Waypoint Rest in Peace uh, uh about everything of like hey I'm reviewing this game and having a good time with it but it's not the game you're going to play like I thought that I loved that kind of editorial I love that kind of perspective I think we are putting a very interesting perspective in place right now as reviewers uh that is you're playing something that might not be there tomorrow for these gamers and so in the old days like early days I think you know that would have maybe not for something as egregious as Star Wars, but a different game at IGN when I was reviewing it might have met me say made me say okay, I won't talk about these known bugs. They're saying that there's known bugs. They're saying that these specific things they're going to be patched out. Clearly, I don't need to. Yeah, but I'm and I don't even mean for them them to carry all the water in the world on this, but cyberpunk is an example of no you we know that and it's not going to be said fun. that and then it did how happen. many times have people yeah. been burned by that in these conversations again not just cyberpunk. that's a good point and so i think the fact that you can see, you're seeing more and more reviews you want to talk about the evolution of games criticism right that are no longer hey this game has this many maps and this many characters and i played it for this many hours and it was fun or not fun and this is the shooting f-. like The fact that reviews are more of a, hey, this is what my case is, what it is, it's on the consumer then to sit there and be like uh, Big Bad Billy here and say, well, I'm going to wait two to three months and see how it shakes out. Super I am interested to see what Redfall looks like in two to three months, right? I am interested to see what Xbox and Arcane's response is going to be to all this, right? Yeah. Because it is a glaring problem. You can't ignore this. And it's not like it's outliers. You know, when we were doing it, I was like two out of five and Mike was like three out of five. And I was like, shit, like. Interesting. I wonder how reviews are going to come down to this. I'm surprised they've been as no pun intended biting as they have been, and that's yeah. good. I think that is good. We should, you know, expect more from our games and be able to have a conversation about games and art and say, again, like I don't think Redfall is a horrible game. Like you know what I mean? We're they're streaming it today, uh, not for a Redfall sponsorship, for an Nvidia sponsorship, right? So they're like, oh, we'll stream Redfall and show off the NVIDIA stuff because NVIDIA is like, we'd like you to play an NVIDIA game. I'm going to join them. I'm going to still go in with my save and screw around, especially because Mike was talking about a very specific thing in the review of he thought the first world boss was like, the, if you're you're either in or you're out once you get through this thing, and I didn't get through it. So I'm like, okay, I'd like to see that with them. Not to mention, games with friends are fun. There's yeah. that Again, though, then we're back to Xbox devaluing Xbox slash mm-hmm. Game Pass slash their own first-party studios. Yeah. of Cool, here's a game I'll stream with some friends. I'm sure for so many people out there, right, if it was like, oh, well, yeah, I really want to try this. All right, I'll come along. It's on Game Pass. I'll do it. But, like, do you want your first party titles to be treated like they are weekend rentals for free from Blockbuster? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, dude, how many things, I mean,
0: I tried everything It happened to Starfield. And then all of a sudden, that's the value of Bethesda. That's what people are going to expect from, from that team. And it's like, I feel like we can't let every single one of those things fall to the way that we talk about
2: 343. Uh, with Halo. So it's like,
0: or
1: more constantly, it's like, should they stop doing Halo? Yeah, <laughs> should we take you
2: know? Halo away from them? Uh, yeah. Really quick, just to clarify Waypoint is no longer becoming a site by June. Cla- uh, Patrick Klepek is still alive. Just wanted to clear that. I said up. rest
1: in peace, Waypoint, though.
2: No, you just you said rest in peace after mentioning both Waypoint and Klepek. And so there's. Just a little bit of confusion. You know,
1: I until I see him tweet at me, I don't know if
0: he's still We're alive. Not
2: so oh, sure on oh, the well. way.
1: I was listening to, I was I listening to way, I was listening to Waypoint Radio on the way in because they did the podcast right after their exit interviews, which is fucking insane. And it's a very not. interesting listen. Jeez. Everybody should check that out and send them some love, but
0: yeah. You know, the last thing I want to say on this is that it, there's the unfortunate reality that there are the gamers out here like bad dog Billy that can wait the two months, three months for this. But then there are the people that want to be on the cutting edge that I definitely feel like I'm on the side of of like I want I'm waiting for the big AAA games and I want them and I want th- to show off my PS5 and I, or my uh, NVIDIA 40 whatever the hell graphics card. Like I want to push the limits of this stuff, but I want those limits to be hit. <laughs> like I want I want it to 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 know what the limits are and work within that. Um, and it's just, it is unfortunate that being an early adopter to that these days feels like you are not going to get the optimal Your beta experience. You're beta yeah. testing the optimal experience for for other people. And it's like, that is part of, that's the game. I can wait. That's on me. But it's just unfortunate that, I, I said this yesterday, but it's like, we bought the PlayStation 5 because the promise of the next gen was variable refresh rate and like this and that. And like all the, fork, the numbers and letters and all this stuff. And then they we're not getting that. And then because we're not getting that, we're also getting a subpar experience across the other parts of the video game. That's unfortunate. Scale down then. Make the promises less. Don't make the expectations that we're going to get 60 frames per second for every fucking game if your prestige games aren't going to. Because then it devalues everything.
1: In the chat, uh, Sphinx Jarrett was like, well, you guys get the games early for reviews. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that there's another patch out for fucking Star Wars Jedi Survivor right now. Yeah. So if you bought it and like you know you know the classic one, you buy, the, you're excited for the game, you take the day off work, you pop it in, and it's fucking garbage. It doesn't work. It's this, that, the other. There's a download. There's the old Diablo code, fucking failure, whatever
0: it was when it didn't work. Like post launch, you you buy Jedi Survivor, and they're they're telling you, hey, don't use HDR right now. Are they still doing that? No, now, now, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. now it's fixed. Okay. But for like two days, it Oh, wasn't, they were? Okay. Yeah, no, they put out the a, a, a tweet that said, don't turn, like, turn That was from the review out. guide. I wasn't yeah, sure no, if that no, no, was no. still, that was, okay. like, They continue that publicly. Got and it. like Gotcha. That, no. That's outrageous. Already. Like, that's outrageous. Yeah. So. And again, they fixed it, whatever. They're sure. they're, they're communicating. This. They're doing a lot of things right. Like I, I, It's not a black and white thing. Of, like, of course not. They are they're not
1: right. trying to fuck you over. Exactly. Respawn exactly. is not trying to fuck you over. Arcane was not trying to make a game that they didn't like or that's 100%. broken, yada yada. Like, I don't think there's a gotcha happening here as much as there is a, you go all the way up and there is a boss that says this. All right, we've delayed enough. The game has to come out on this date. We've committed to it.
0: Christopher in the chat says HDR still does not work after today's patch, Tim. And it's like, that's the thing is like, HDR, shove it up your ass. HDR was the thing that was first talked about with video games with the Xbox One S, I think. Yeah. That's wild. That we're here now. And like HDR should just be it should just fucking work. And again, I get that I sound privileged. I sound like I I don't know how games are made. I get all that stuff. But I do know that I bought something that was advertised as having HDR. Sure. And a game
1: that Sure. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Let's cleanse our palate, everybody. All right. Get it out and get this bad taste out of your mouth, and move on to what might be a nominee for best picture. Number two, Gran Turismo's first trailer is here, ladies and gentlemen. We have not—I have not watched it. Did I you watch it? Watched it yet? But so we're gonna watch it here live with you. If you're an audio listener, you'll hear the audio from the trailer and just imagine cars racing around and Hopper from Stranger Things doing stuff. All right. Let's fuck. Let's do it. it. Let's watch it, Barry. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. All right, starts with the game. Hot. That's cool.
3: Who do you think the best driver is? Probably Rory. I would dust him in a lap. Jan, all you do is play video games with some crazy dreams of racing cars. Dad, you're the one that told us always do something we love. You know what racing cars cost? Look around. It's not our world, son. What is this? It's a contest. The best okay. Gran Turismo players in it. the world get a chance it's... to compete in professional racing.
0: Dude, this is real. Hell yeah. This looks awesome.
3: This is real. I'm sorry. You really think
1: you're going to take a kid who plays video games in their bedroom? You're going to strap them to a 200 mile an hour rocket, it'll tear him to pieces. It's not going to work. The guys who das? race are elite let's athletes.
3: But I won't stop now.
1: Your kids are scrawny little gamer kids. No, that's why
3: you coming. Come on, let's go. Cause I can't stop now. Must be a new
2: experience for you moving your legs.
3: <laughs> you puked on my lawn. There's no turning back
0: now. When you're in a race, the cockpit is going to be 140 degrees Fahrenheit. G forces will be twice what an astronaut experiences upon liftoff. I can't see anything! <laughs> hey, you get extra points for that in the game? Jesus Christ. I had Let's speak about language. This whole thing is
1: insane, but out of the couch surfing nerds that you sent me, he is the best one. You made it. Yeah!
3: Welcome to Team Miss End. Couch surfing nerds? What's
1: next? Major League. The other drivers are going to hate you. Come on!
3: what is your problem? It's part of the game. It's called
0: racing. If you miss a line in the game, you reset. You miss it on the track. You die. You could die. (laughs) Dang.
2: I know this track. I've played it in my bedroom. That's what I'm talking about.
3: but i won't
1: stop now in theaters this august based on a truth
2: i want i don't feel like we need to go see the the movie we just saw the oh thing.
1: that's how they do everything don't worry about it. i want two martinis and a watch an alamo draft house and yeah. i'm in let's yeah. do it I'm yeah yeah in yeah
0: day. don't drink a drive greg you know what i'm talking about well, i'm not driving about. i get I that really i get that. you're gonna be so fucking immersed in this sure. shit. all right it's gonna feel like you're there if you want a quick, you could
1: be the gamer if you want a quick aside uh-huh. one of the biggest mistakes i ever did driving to work was put on the super mario soundtrack I had to turn it off. I was like, "I'm
0: driving too aggressive I right it, now." I get
1: I'm it. I am getting out. You know, we got this
0: poster here from Gamer to Racer. Sure, I'm fucking in. I've been, I've been saying since day one. Yeah, that I think this movie is going to be good. So, Seeing this trailer, I think this movie is going to be good. Again, I'm not saying it's going to be the fucking Oscar winning sure. best movie sure. of oh, all I, I said that time. Yeah. Um, but like, this looks great. I think this is going to be a, a a great movie. I'm standing My, there. I.
1: I think it's going to be a very enjoyable. Movie. Yeah, exactly. It sure. kind of has sports drama. I've talked to you about this before, where I look at something and I'm not smart about movies, so I can't ever place it. But like, I look at it, and I'm like, it almost looks like it's shot for a streaming service more than a movie theater. I think. Ooh. Like, I didn't think like some of these shots looked great or oh, visually exciting.
0: Awesome. Okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Like th- this again, I trust Neil Blomkamp having fun with this one, and like the tone they're going with this. Like, th- there's nothing more thrilling than car chases. They're fun to watch. When you get that the rev of the engine, when you shoot, like, a race is exciting. It's inherently an understood thing of the competition side of it. There's the drama. We've seen movies that do this so well so many different times. You know what I mean? You give me some stakes. You give me some, like, underdog story rising through the ranks. Sure. How could it be bad?
1: All right. GT,
0: baby. We'll figure it out. Get ready.
1: Uh, Michael Restive D'Angelo writes in to kindoffunny.com slash KFGD and says, Hello. KFBFs. The Gran Turismo trailer is out, and it actually looks decent and may even be good. Do you think we have finally hit the video game adaptation re- renaissance? Are we in the X2 slash Spider-Man 2 stage of video game becoming the next big movie or TV topic? Castlevania, Last of Us, Sonic, Mario, the Angry Birds movie too. It seems like all adaptations are finally hitting their strides. Are they about to take off like comic book movies? Was The Last of Us the equivalent to Iron Man in video game adaptations? And are we about to open the floodgates of good video game movies and TV shows? I hope it is. Have a good day, Cave Crew.
0: Uh, I'm giving a yes and no in a okay. different way here. I, I think that we're in it. We're already there. I was going to say I feel like we're past x 2 yeah, Spider-Man. It's 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 starting and it's like it's it's been started. Like we've gotten I think enough good to great super or, um, video game adaptations that. Yep are more important than the bad ones we've gotten before. So I feel like we're we're in the good side at this point. Um, and then, like, I can name off the top of my head more good ones from recent times than bad ones of recent times. Okay. And even then, if you're just talking about video game adaptations, I feel like we're, we would lean towards the more positive ones as opposed to a couple of the the bad ones from the, the old shirts sure. right and then there's also bad ones that are still iconic things like Mortal Kombat which is like yeah it's bad but it's also yeah. great you know yeah um but I do think that uh, in terms of the are we getting the the MCU thing are we indexed to Spider-Man stage I think that's where it falls apart because I think because of how movies work nowadays and, and TV and streaming services everything I think we're going to totally jump from Iron Man to Avengers Infinity War. Like, I don't think we're going to get this, like, gradual increase, uh, and like, building to the Avengers and then building from that. Sure. I think it's, like, the floodgates are already about to be open if they're not already. And I think we're going to get, just like Marvel Phase 4, it's just going to be a lot of stuff. And some things are hit. Some things are going to really not hit. But I don't think there's going to be consistency of, like, from here on out, we're building and it's going to be good.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, I could see all that. I, f- I-, I wonder, in top, on top of everything we've talked about already, what the Rider-Strike does to this. Because we have had this building momentum, you're right on the you know the billion dollars of Mario, the you know stellar reviews of The Last of Us, obviously Gran Turismo, uh, the Twisted metal, metal Peacock baby. series. Like, there's a bunch of stuff already in production. But like, what does this do to, the, to it, when they fire back up the writers' union, right? And they get back into production on stuff? Will they still be hot on video games? Will I remember that was? Yeah, one of things off.
0: Yeah, I, I think that they will. I mean, like the numbers don't lie. Like we're just like these hips don't lie. But they don't, but I'm, we. What you just talked about, we're talking about the first movie in 2023 to cross a billion dollars, and we're talking about a record-breaking HBO series. Video games, are are, the eyes are on them, and they're going to be for good reason at this point, um, whether it's sequels to the things I just talked about or continuing to to release more and more things that are even adjacent. Things like um, Arcane on um, Netflix, right? Yeah. Where it's like that's – it's an adjacent story. It's not like the literal – it's not a League of Legends show, but it is – you know, yeah, yeah, and it's like I I like that that can be alongside Castlevania, which is a bit more of a straight adaptation with creative leniency of there. Course. But like, it's fucking awesome as yeah. well. And all the things we just named are completely different from each other. So I think that's True. the value of where we're at, where it's like it's not it doesn't need to just be the MCU of like everything builds and connects together. It can also just be can be a bunch of different things, more like comic book movies as a whole. Um, so I'm excited for it. But yeah, the writer strike stuff it's it's going to affect all of it. Like, it's it's going to get real bad.
1: I want to clear columns for a second and let Barrett Courtney take the mic to answer all that juice who was in the chat watching live and said last of us on HBO was fine, but it still doesn't hold a candle to shows like breaking bad.
2: Ooh, Ooh, this is very interesting. This is a very interesting conversation. Cause I think breaking bad is a more complicated character study. Not saying that the last of us isn't, uh, for, for Joel, but uh, I think the the ways that Breaking Bad dives deep into the psyche of Walter White and not just him, Skyler White, uh, Jesse Pinkman, uh, other characters. Uh, I think Walt Junior. Walt Junior. Breakfast. Breakfast. I love know? breakfast. The <laughs> fucking <laughs> loves breakfast. Um, and obviously, it's uh, it's an. It's a story that is complete, right? Whereas uh, The Last of Us uh, HBO show is part one of a two-part series that might be a three-part series. Um, Who knows? But um, I still think that the HBO The Last of Us uh, show is is a great show. I don't feel like we need to like I I don't think we need to tear down The Last of Us to bring up Breaking I'm not
1: attacking either of them or anything. I just thought it was an insult to say it was fine. It oh, doesn't yeah, hold definitely. a candle. Like, I'm not it saying. a candle.
2: I'm but, not saying. Like, I don't think it holds. I, I, I think How many it's seasons great?
1: of Breaking Bad were there? Five. And they were fantastic. I'm yeah. not saying let's take that take one season last. Let's compare it to all that and say it's yeah. better. Uh, the You know what I mean? I'm just like, doesn't hold a candle makes it sound like, you know, like I don't hold a candle to Andy in running. Mm-hmm. Andy is faster than <laughs> yeah. me. It would be an insult for me to be like, ah, we're kind of uh, close. Uh, we're bo- We're both nines and tens out of tens. You know yeah. what I mean?
2: I think it's. Yeah, I think it's too early to compare okay, okay. compare them and it, it, it make that uh, claim of it can't hold a, a candle. I think i like Breaking Bad still way more, but sure. I still love The Last of Us. Okay. Great, we that's don't... one of the greatest shows of all time. Sure. <laughs> like,
0: it's just, that's ridiculous. We're just saying. We just
1: had to have a conversation. We have a lot of conversations here. Is that okay? Can we have a conversation?
2: No. That's not how we do things here, Greg. Mm-mm. Tell the kids what we do here. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, what we do here is make great content all because of your support on patreon.com slash kinda funny. Over on patreon.com slash kinda funny, you could get each and every episode of Kinda Funny Games daily ad-free. You of course could get the ability to watch us record our podcasts a day before and live just like this afternoon's Kind of Funny podcast starring Tam and Raj and of course you could get dozens and dozens of monthly exclusive bonus episodes all over on patreon.com slash kind of funny and if you went there right now you could get the backlog of all the shows and that let me tell you is now over 200 uh, more than 200 episodes of exclusive content is up since we launched the studio in October so get your asses over there and support us mm-hmm. but since you're
0: still sitting there thumb up your ass here's a word from our sponsor oh god <laughs> shout out to honey for sp- sponsoring this episode. Honey is the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past, and we all know there's nothing better than the feeling of saving money. Honey's the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button appears, and all you have to do is click apply coupons. You wait a few seconds as the Honey guide dances. It searches for coupons Find for the site and if it finds a working coupon you will watch the prices drop we hear it kind of funny you've been using honey for years and it has literally saved us thousands on tech costumes food you name it honestly i just love how easy it is to set forget and save honey doesn't just work on desktops it also works on your iphone you just activate it on safari on your phone save on the go and if you don't already have honey you could be straight up missing out by getting it you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting this show you can get paypal honey for free at joinhoney.com slash kind of funny that's joinhoney.com slash kind of funny shout out to rocket money for sponsoring this episode we all love gobbling up content and we have an understanding of what subscriptions we use or do we do you know how much your subscriptions really cost most americans think they spend around 80 dollars a month on subscriptions when the actual total is closer to 200 dollars. that's right you you By going to rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. That's rocketmoney.com slash kinda funny. R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y.com slash kinda funny.
1: If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, Number three on the Rope Report is what I call fun, 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 natural fun. Mortal Kombat 12 teaser hints at a possible timeline reset. This is Chris Scullion at VGC. A 30th anniversary video for the Mortal Kombat series has potentially hinted that the next game could reset the timeline. The official Mortal Kombat Twitter account posted a video on Monday which thanked players for supporting the series for 30 years, but also notes, quote, we're just getting started uh the video is mainly a compilation of thank you messages from developers who've worked on the series over the past three decades however it ends with a brief clip teasing the upcoming mortal kombat 12 that may wipe the storyline clear and start with a new universe in the video series co-creator ed boone says thank you mortal kombat fans for 30 years of amazing support he then adds we're not quite done yet The video then cuts to a sequence showing what appears to be sand falling from an hourglass. Uh, As the final grain of sand drops, it explodes, creating a Big Bang-style effect. A special hourglass, sometimes referred to as Kronika's hourglass, played a key role in the plot of Mortal Kombat 11. Its aftermath explosion in particular revolves around Liu Kang and his use of the hourglass, uh, which was, has the potential to rewind and rewrite time in history. The image of the sand exploding and the tweet claiming that, quote, we're just getting started, has led some fans to believe that Mortal Kombat 12 will see some sort of a reset of the
0: game's timeline. I love it. This is so cool. I absolutely love Realms' campaign modes in their games, and uh, my favorite was uh, Mortal Kombat 11 and Aftermath. It was essentially the endgame of... Mortal Kombat sure so many times shenanigans different variants of Mortal Kombat there's the 90s version it was just awesome cheesy ass story but it was fun as hell um and them kind of from what I'm reading from this kind of doing another reset like they did I think with nine um I think is exciting to me I feel like things got way 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 way, way crazy which was fun but I think it might be nice to kind of go back to like all right let's have a new jump on point um especially as we're having this potential fighting game boom um with Street Fighter, Tekken, Mortal sure. Kombat, Project L, uh all of them. And um the expectations for all these games are they're going to be excellent and they're going to be like the standards for the the franchises. And I so far, seems like they're gonna hit that mark. Looking at this, um, I think it's cool with the the sand, like is that teasing that like the last grain of sand, like we're gonna get the announcement soon? You could know? be a kidney stone too. It could be a kidney stone, the Mortal the, They do that X ray shit. Yeah. You know They do. The you're right.
1: You've got to be due for a reveal soon, right? It was DICE Awards. Uh, I only remember. <laughs> it was the day of the DICE Awards that the investor call or whatever, just unceremoniously announced Mortal Kombat 12 or whatever. So you figure we're got to be getting close. You yeah. know what? If only on the horizon, there were some bu- bright beaches. I think I see them. Maybe I see him down in LA. There's something. It looks like it has a is banner. That a game fest of summer some Summer game fest. It looks like that's coming up pretty quick. Here. It is insanely it is. quick. Yeah. The amount I mean, of emails it. I'm right. getting. I started when I, last week on my birthday I was off obviously, uh, but I checked in on my email and like when I started getting all these emails about SGF booking, I was like, that seems wrong. Why are you this early? Oh my god, it's like a month away.
0: Yeah. Oh my god, it's a, it's a month away, away, man. There's and it's an exciting month, but yeah, we're we're gonna get some good stuff. I so it, I feel like the safest bet is. Summer Game Fest kickoff live, boom! Mortal Kombat 12 announcement.
1: Sure, uh, Herbie in the chat, who's a very smart car, says, "What about the heavily rumored May Sony event? Hong Kong, Herbie, that could be true too. That,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, traditionally, if, uh, I don't think Mortal Kombat has aligned with PlayStation. That could always change. They see, they see um, the writing on the wall. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, either. <laughs> I'm just saying. But uh, um, the we have seen Mortal Kombat at, at Game Awards, which is not Summer Game Fest, but there's the Keeley factor." Where Keely goes, Ed Boon will follow. You know what, what I, I mean? That's not what I've always thought. Yeah.
1: Number four on the Roper Report Xbox Game Pass has a new friend referral program. This is the Xbox Wire. We know that gaming is best with friends. So today, we're introducing the Xbox Game Pass friend referral offer, which lets Xbox Game Ultimate. Sorry, I was trying to get through a sneeze there. Which lets (laughs) lets Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC Game Pass members give up to five friends a free 14-day PC Game Pass trial. Invited friends must be new to Game Pass to redeem the free trial. You can find friend referral referral invitations on the Game Pass home screen. Just click Give PC Game Pass button to share. Uh, This also means that starting today, you can share PC Game Pass with more friends. and Jump right into Redfall on day one. Go get it.
0: That day's today. That is one. today, right now. You can do it right now. Mm-hmm. Get in there. You have PC Game Pass. have at you. You know. Whatever. Yeah, that's still. It's a bad family, day. Games, it's right? a bad day to do it. It's yeah. a bad game or to do the it. Best with. day to do it. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, right I mean now, hey, there's people. We did, the, the whole fun part fun. of the show was us talking about them de- devaluing Xbox and Game Pass,
0: and now we're like, all right, well, yeah. you want
1: to try this stuff, go for it.
0: But again, we were talking about the value is playing games with your friends. Where you get new friends in, find the fun.
1: Find the fun, as Mike would say. Uh, fifth and final on the Roper Report yeah that's correct uh, Rocket League is getting Star Wars cars this week we go to Chris Scullion at BGC Rocket League is getting Star Wars content for the first time this week. Uh, The the free-to-play racing game has enjoyed a large number of crossovers in the eight years since its initial release. Holy shit. But none of these have featured Star Wars until now. Four separate droid packs will arrive on May 4th, also known as Star Wars Day, each containing a decal for an existing Rocket League car and other accessories. There's also a droid bundle, which includes all four packs and extra bonuses.
2: Did they call this a free-to-play racing game?
1: Yeah. They did. Okay. You got a problem with that? I do. Well, I mean, is a fighting game, so there you go.
0: <laughs> God, I'm still playing Sifu Arenas, Greg. Yeah. Fuck, that game is good. I've already complained about this, but I'm going to do it again, because yeah. it's still true for me. Sure. Uh, arenas is such a great series of game mode. But it hurts your hands. It, it hurts your hands, man, because yeah. it's all just constant fighting. There's no yeah. hallways to... Uh, like the, there's no like platforming or like not even platforming. just like walking around to do. You're just fucking punching and kicking people. And it's like, ooh. just like really? My little fingies, man, they'd be aching. So I can only do a couple a day I have to stop. Do you oh. do them daily? Are you popping in there daily? I, pretty almost every other day I've been playing, yeah. Um, cause I'm trying to make it through this like 50 total. What, what I've known you a long time. Yes. What I can't visualize
1: is your mind, what I... your after work looks like yeah because i'm very clear you know mine's all regimented with ben and jen and obviously mm-hmm. i talk about that every time but like you go home and it's just free you go home with cool greg i assume you guys are doing donuts in a parking lot somewhere and then you drive on home yeah and then i is there you're mm-hmm. ordering you order some doordash in sometimes you cook
0: i'd say she cooks more often than okay not. okay
1: uh, okay so, like, so you pull up to the house walk me through last night what
0: happened uh you i go in fluff up the pups you know what i mean yeah, I hang out fluff with them them. for, for fluff as long them. as i can um, G's usually doing some run or strength training or stuff. She's always a lot of fitness and feelings, you know. Sure, sure. And, um, then depending, I, I usually go down and play a game for a bit, maybe an hour. Okay. Um, usually, I usually have at least an hour of work to do every night. Sure. Some emails, some business yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah. phone calls, all that stuff. Uh, and then at some point, eat dinner, and then me and G do the, a cycle of shows. Gotcha. A cycle of shows. And then shows. bed. And then, and then bed. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or I appreciate that. I stay up and play games. Okay. Or, I stay up and watch new rock stars on YouTube. Okay. G doesn't like watching YouTube. I love watching YouTube. Or you Thanks for supporting the show, to... G. Thanks for
2: supporting the show, yeah. G. Real <laughs> good. Real helpful. You could be staying up and uh, catching up on Star Wars Rebels, Tim. And then, Or there's that, which yeah. I do
0: do as well.
1: Until that Rebels adds Kev2D2, I'm not watching. You never but know, 2 d 2 That know. day is so far away. If I wanted something more immediate, say what
0: came to the mom and grop shops today. Where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Yeah! Out today, Age of Wonders
1: 4 on PlayStation 5, Xbox X and S, and PC. Redfall is on all the Xboxes and the PC, well, Xbox Series X and S and PC. Show Gunners is on PC. Le- uh, Leia's Horizon is on mobile. New dates for you. Sunshine Shuffle is coming to Nintendo Switch and Steam on May twenty fourth. Oh my sunshine! Convergence, a League of Legends story, launches May twenty third for Xbox. All the Xboxes, all the PlayStation Switch and PC. Forspoken in Tanta, un, in Tantra in Tanta, in tanta, in Tanta. We trust is coming out May twenty sixth. You gonna play that? I'll let you know. I saw it pop, and I was like, maybe I will. Yeah. Maybe I will go back just for the review for the content. You know what I mean? Okay. If I can, if, if they hit me up for a code and, like, Zelda's, like, mid, then I'll go do it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, Super Mega Baseball 4 launches uh, June 2nd. Bloodstorm, the final DLC for Mar- Marvel's Midnight Suns, launches on May 11th. Uh, Scott Fold Usurper launches uh, June 23rd for all the Xboxes, all the Playstations, and Switch. Uh, for deals of the day, we have a Game Pass update for you. Uh, today, of course, you get Redfall. Uh, May 4th, you get Ravenlock. Uh, May 8th, you get Weird West Definitive Edition. Uh, May 9th, Shadowrun Trilogy. May 11th, Fuga, Melodies of Steel. Two. That's right, two. Not the first one, the second one, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, this is one for you, Timmy. Okay. Reader mail. Mm-hmm. Remember, write in for free. Kindafunny.com of slash KFGD. Cameron from Massachusetts writes in and says, I got the Zelda Switch OLED and love it so far. Hades looks beautiful on the screen. Are there any indie indie slash surprise recommendations you all have to maximize that OLED screen?
0: Oh, excellent question. Uh, And Hades is the number one answer. It is absolutely beautiful. Back in the day when the PS4 Pro first came out, everyone would ask me like what is the game to show it off the answer was Ratchet and Clank 2016 sure uh Hades is my answer so you're already, you're already right there
2: not indie but boot up Mario Kart 8 Deluxe that yes. thing
0: sings on the OLED i was
2: uh stunning i had i still don't have 3 stars on a lot of the uh mirrored uh tracks so i was uh what did i boot up it was like the waluigi pinball god damn that looks beautiful on the oled it's i nice. also want to shout out because it came out around the time of the oled coming out not an indie but uh metroid dread exactly uh but then also cuphead cuphead looks really good on colors OLED. are beautiful yeah. but
0: on the indie side here uh dead cells return to castle dead cells! <sighs> first off excellent excellent game Music's fantastic. Dead Cells is great. Castlevania is great. You put them together, it just works. But on the Switch OLED, man, it pops like a motherfucker. I'm so excited more people are going to get OLEDs so I don't sound as crazy as I do, praising this damn thing. Everyone's like, my Steam Deck, my Steam Deck. And I'm like, yeah, but my OLED, my OLED.
1: Yeah, but you know, (laughs) Steam Deck can play real games. Uh Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, that's another episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily in the bank. But we still have more weekdays for you. Tomorrow, it's going to be me and my son's godmother, Lucy James. Thursday, it's Listed Blessing and Tim. But I got a frantic slack from Blessing this morning, noting that he was on like seven shows for Thursday. So I'm going to shake that up after I get back to my desk. And then Friday, it's Tim and Blessing. Uh, we will see how that shakes out for you. Remember, of course, this has been Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday, we come at you with the nerdy news you need to know about. If you like that, support us on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. Over there, of course, you could get the show's ad-free. You could watch us record the podcast. You just have a good time make sure we're keeping the mics and the lights on of course you can get the show later youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh, podcast services around the globe you can watch us live on twitch you can watch us live on youtube and if you're watching live on youtube right now you got to stick around because we're about to do that super chat q a we do only on youtube and the live stream for 30 minutes where we go through all your super chat questions and have a little extension of the show have a good time but Bear,
2: before we do that did we do you wrong or did i just black out for five minutes
1: we have nothing wrong Wow, we nailed it today. Hell yeah! You know what I mean? Hell yeah! Perfect batting average. I love it. Well, Charles Jacobson says we're not wrong. This just popped in. We're not wrong, but breaking news: Midnight Sun is dated for Xbox uh, One and PlayStation Four. The Switch version has been canceled. Mm. I think it's launching on May. 11th. Yeah, it's May 11th alongside that DLC I just did. Mm. So there you go. Not a, you're wrong though. Just a hey, heads up, this happened. Everybody, if you're a podcast listener. I hope you enjoy your next podcast. Maybe it's NPR. Maybe something from IGN. Maybe it's a kind of funny podcast. Maybe it's nice. a screencast. We can I was listening to you guys do your Guardians uh, free. spoiler-free spoiler free. review. No, that enjoy that. Yeah, yeah. Goldfarb, good to have him on there. Yeah, you know it's nice. Goldfarb. Anyways, though, if you're watching live or you're watching on YouTube, we're going to be back in just one second with that there Q&A. But until next time, no. It's been our pleasure to serve you.